Welcome to Reiki Cafe Radio, where your host, Christine Renee and Izzy Wells. We come together with more than 25 years of experience in Reiki, meditation, chakra wisdom, clairvoyant techniques, and holistic healing. We are passionate about helping individuals release resistance, step into their authentic selves, and align their lives with the truth of who they are. Reiki Cafe Radio is your choice for vibrant Reiki conversations, meditation experiences, and holistic wellness. This is your space for a deeper look into the ancient wisdom through modern eyes. So grab your tea or coffee and join us as we sip our way through this week's episode. Today we are coming on for our coffee conversations. We're talking about living a shamanic Reiki lifestyle. I'm joined with Misty Verlinden. She is one of our Reiki Cafe University graduates from our shamanic Reiki practitioner training. And I'm super excited to have this conversation with her because it is one that I really want to show how it's a little different from just a Reiki lifestyle. Being a shamanic Reiki practitioner definitely has its own flavor and its own different source of connection. And so we're going to get into all of those, all of those things. (laughs) Like we're going to get into all of the nitty gritties um, and really kind of reflect how it works in our own lives and really highlight how it can benefit your life having that strong shamanic connection. I, I'm, I'm really excited for this call because leading a shamanic Reiki practice has changed my life. Um, it is definitely, it's not only changed my personal life, but it has changed my business. And it's changed the way that I approach with my clients. And it, it's it's just given me a lot of tools now that I can utilize with clients when I'm not quite sure which way to go with a client. And so that, that's, yeah, that's why I'm so excited to be here because this is one that's near and dear to my heart. It is. It's near and dear to my heart as well, because I have been kind of organically, not even necessarily purposefully in the beginning of combining Reiki and shamanic work together. It just happens because once you're connected with your guides, they're there, they're always there. They're always at the forefront of your spiritual practice. And to not include them in your spiritual work is like, I don't even know how I do that. <laughs> like they're, they're yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so I kind of, I would love to just kind of start with a little bit of that of like, how, how does it work in our practices where we have our power animals and our spirit guides and our Reiki guides that are just like, and I'm available to you. I'm available to help in whatever we're working on. How does that look like in your practice, Misty? Well, just one of the um, ways, learning to work with power animals and learning to work with spirit animals, that was a massive difference for me because now as I'm sitting in there with a client and I'm working on a client and, you know, I receive messages, I feel things and, but sometimes I don't catch everything or sometimes maybe I just don't understand what I'm feeling. And so, you know, I'll ask, can you send me a spirit animal to kind of give me some clarity? And one of the most interesting ones that I've ever had come in was alligator. Mm. And I was like, that's interesting. I was like, okay, what then? Then, you know, of course, alligator does its thing and it goes into the death role. And it, it helped me to realize that what do alligators do? They take their food to the bottom of the water. They wait for it to die. They wait for it to decay and then they feast. And so when alligator comes in, it it's removing things that are dead and decaying on the client. And it helped me to really see how much this client is she was willing to release and how much was just ready to let go. And so alligator was definitely helping me push me in that direction. Okay. Like she's ready. She is releasing a lot. She is what is dead and decayed and no longer serves her is ready to go. And let's just go. And it turned from a very just calm Reiki session into this massive healing session in which the client then was able to get on board and help release as well. And without I mean, without that spirit animal's help, I wouldn't even have identified what was happening in that moment. And she would not had quite the release that would have happened had it just been me and they're doing the work. Yeah, so it was, it was amazing. Yes. I love that. I love that. You know, I, it's like when you walk into your Reiki practice room, what, whatever that looks like for you, 
um, I kind of know what I'm getting myself into by who's, who's there, <laughs> like yeah. who needs to be there, yeah. who, what power animals are there, what spirit guides are there, what archangels are there. And like, oh, it's going to be one of those kind of sessions today. <laughs> right. And yeah. that can be really um, powerful. And, and to kind of look, like, I, I tell this all the time to my students, like, it's kind of like, I'm just holding space and I'm allowing the power animals, mm-hmm. the angels, the whoever is showing up to do the work. And I'm just kind of the, holding the space. I'm holding the container for that work to be done while the, the alligator, while eagle, while, you know, archangel Uriel is doing, doing their, their parts, they're, they're playing their roles. And I just get a, I just get, I feel like I get a, just be an observation and just hold that container and witness. And so it's very different than like, I mean, sometimes they, they want to utilize me. They want me to be interactive. And other times it's like, no, 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 we got this. We've got this. And yeah. I think that can be so um, amazing as a practitioner, because when you step back, you're it's this allowing the surrendering to, and just allowing what needs to happen to happen without fully being involved in a way that you would normally, like I, sometimes it's, they literally, they will point to a corner and be like, you needed to stand over there. (laughs) I have literally had my own personal power animal come and kind of push me into the corner. And then she just stands there with me. And while the healings are taking place, while they're working on the client and she just stands there with me and it's kind of, cause she knows I'm stubborn sometimes. <laughs> she knows, you know, sometimes I don't always get the hint. And so she just comes in, she sits there with me. Lioness just sits with me and it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And it's allowing that mindfulness of there are things that are beautiful, that are willing to work with us and that want to help as well. And so sometimes it's sitting back. And even while my client is sitting there receiving this beautiful healing, it's almost a healing for me as well, because I can sit back and just watch how absolutely amazing this is. And the love and the energy that is in that room, it's, it's something you really can't describe until you're actually experiencing it. Yeah. And it's the medicine. You know, it's the medicine of the practice. And oftentimes I feel like the medicine that, that we provide the client and their shifts and their trans transformations are witnessing of it is medicine right back to us. And it's just amazing that energy flow back and forth. And that's just like a hint of like what it looks like in the actual practice, but how is it? how does living a Reiki lifestyle kind of affect our day-to-days? I would love to kind of like explore this because it's not, it's like, yes, we intentionally call them in. We know that they're going to be there during our actual sessions, but it's, they're there all the time. (laughs) It's not just, um, I'm constantly in awe of nature and what's around me as I walk through my life. And I know you do as well. How does that work for you, Misty? So I I will give you an example, just sitting here. Of course, you know, I'm a little anxious doing this. I'm still new to kind of a lot of this. Um, I have a tree right outside my window and it's why I chose to do what I'm doing here in my room, which is my comfort space. But more than anything, this tree that I have outside my window, I've learned to make a connection with it because I can feel the energy of that tree. And that tree is very stabilizing. It's very grounding. And anytime I'm anxious, I'm nervous. I always have these blinds open so I can always look outside and I can see that tree. I can ask that tree for strength. I can ask that tree for grounding and to help calm me, to help ground my energy down, to kind of bring me down just a little bit. And that was a huge one because I've always loved this tree. I've lived here for 16 years, but I've never had a relationship with the tree, that kind of a connection with the tree um, until, you know, I started taking the classes and learning more and understanding what it was about that tree, that this was a mutual type relationship that I can actually ask for help from this tree and it will be there for me. And of course, you know, in the beginning, that sounded absolutely crazy until 
I actually began truly experiencing it. And it's, um, you know, my car, my car has energy. Um, animism changed my life and that understanding that everything around us has energy. My home, I give Reiki to my home because we've gone through a lot in this house. Um, I have a traumatic background in my childhood and I've spent most of my adult years healing in this home. And sometimes that's not always pretty. And most of the time healing is not always pretty (laughs) when you're first starting and seeing my home as I journeyed, I journeyed to my home one day and I wanted to see what my home looked like. And it did, it had, it wasn't a darkness, like what people think darkness. It was a heaviness that was around the home because my home had helped pull some of that energy and that trauma out of me. My home had helped to support me. And it had been there for me and it was keeping me safe and keeping me protected. But the home took on some of that energy. Mm-hmm. And so in journeying to my house, I was able to see it. I was able to begin giving Reiki to my home and applying Reiki to the places where I felt that it needed it the most. Asking the home, you know, seeing how beautiful the home was over my boys' bedrooms and just the love that was over my children's bedrooms. And in that moment, I I realized how much my boys are 20 and 16, 17, whoops, 17. We've lived here 16 years. You know, they were raised in this home. This home loves my children just as much as I do. And being able to give back to my home and utilize Reiki to help clear the home. And it, it, it provides me an extra sense of security just being here now and so much gratitude. Um, you know, I grew up in that lifestyle. I was very poor as a kid. I always wanted that big, beautiful home that everybody wanted. I live in Texas. Everything truly really is bigger here. Um, people get these massive homes and we couldn't afford that. So we bought a very modest, very small home and kind of that damaged inner child in me always that poor little girl wanted more. And so I never fully appreciated this home. I never showed it the love because I always wanted more. And the shamanic practice has changed all of that for me. Um, I love this home so much because I can see the history in this house. I, I, I can feel, I can touch it. I can journey to it. And I can see, you know, my youngest, um, his hearing loss and wears hearing aids. I can feel the beauty of that day when we turn those hearing aids on and that baby suddenly heard the TV and he heard everything going on around him. That energy is in this home and I'm able to access it through journeying to this house. And, And that's a gift that, um, I would never would have had if I hadn't learned how to do that. Yeah. Oh, powerful, powerful work. And so it's just this oh, tension and awareness of that there's energy everywhere. And that mm-hmm. that animist um, that Misty spoke to is really this belief and understanding that every object has power, has energy, has personality. And when we can start to interact and communicate and connect with these inanimate objects, um, it it's like we give it more life, we give it more energy and give it more power. And it wants to support us. Um, oftentimes, like I, one of my favorite examples is um, I had a mattress that was starting to sag and I had a husband that was constantly saying, ah, Every morning, my back hurts. This is a horrible mattress, daughter, and just complaining. And one night I go, it's okay. We love you. You've done such a good job. And I'm just talking to the mattress. I'm giving it Reiki. And I'm like, you've done amazing. You've been with us for years. And guess what? No one had any back pain that night. She was like, I'm going to perk up a little bit. <laughs> She's just <laughs> lifting us up. And and it just kind of, that was a, a real simple example of how when you live a shamanic Reiki lifestyle, you just see and hear and feel things at a different level. You, you hear the reaction from the objects or the plants or the animals 
in a different way. When I'm out driving and I, I've seen pelicans, I live in Montana. Like, I don't know why I'm seeing pelicans, but they're migrating through somehow. And mm-hmm. I've been seeing pelicans and, and it's like, I recognize you. I see you. And I, I know that you're here for a reason. I'm witnessing you for a reason in this moment. And thank you for being here. And then I can go and go, okay, do I need a journey to Pelican and see what gift she has to offer me? Do I just look it up in, you know, in a power animal book and be like, what's her symbology? It doesn't really matter as long as you have that awareness of like, I see you. I see yeah. that you're here in my life right now. And I appreciate this moment. And so there's this mindfulness in it. It's not necessarily like, what's the next thing. It's just no slow down. It's right here in this moment. I see you. I don't know why necessarily you're here, but I appreciate you that you're here in all of your magnificence, all of your beauty and all of your power. Thank you for being here now. Yeah. Pelican. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's and you know it's so funny that you say pelican because um, I, I live near the Gulf Coast, and every year um, we go across the ferry to the peninsula and we book a, a beach house and we stay and it, it's our happy time. Well, this year unfortunately the trip didn't go quite as planned, and um, it was a relationship with a family member that you know we're trying to work on a relationship, and it was just it was a rough vacation for me. Um, and and leaving that day, driving home was rough. It was a rough one. And um, we got on the ferry. And, you know, of course, we see dolphins all the time. Um, You'll see one or two dolphins on the ferry. And it's always nice. You know, you just see them go up and out of the water. Well, on this particular ferry ride, it's a 15-minute ferry ride. I probably saw 30, 40 dolphins. And seeing the babies with their moms. And so I decided, I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to try it. And I called out to Spirit of Dolphin. And, you know, I asked Spirit of Dolphin. I was like, if you're truly doing this to help me, because I get so excited by dolphins. Like I turn into a kid when I see dolphins (laughs) and and I asked it, I said, will you show me a sign? Will you show me a sign that this is somewhat here for me? And we saw, and my husband's been going out there. He's 42 years old. He's been going since he was a baby. Um, We saw a dolphin fully jump completely out of the water and back into the water. And in his 42 years, has never seen that before. You know, we see them come up out of the water, but never a full jump. Mm-hmm. And it it saved that whole trip for me. I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. It, it was, I asked and within 10 seconds received. Yes. And, and it, was, it was beautiful. It, it, it helped me in that moment to realize that everything's going to be okay. It's okay. okay. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's the love of, of, of being uh, so connected to nature and having that relationship with nature, whether, whether you live in an apartment in a skyscraper, it doesn't matter. It's just when you look out the window and you, you recognize whatever is there is there for you and just giving appreciation for it and connecting with it. And, and I feel like you have this telepathy with nature, just like you're speaking of, like they're listening. They're there. Yeah. And the spirit of dolphin like was able to, to reveal herself to you in that way. So amazing. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. It, so, it is. It, it is a lot. <laughs> yeah. So how has it helped you in your own personal healing story? Yes. I've been working a lot. I've done a lot of work on myself. I've done a lot of inner child work. Inner child work is kind of my it's a lot of bread and butter in my practice, but it, it's because it's worked so much for me. Um, currently, right now, I am struggling. Um, my inner child, I've got one in particular, you know, she's about 10, 11 years old. And in that life, everything was out of control for her. She had no control over anything. And so now I've met some amazing energy workers and I've received energy healings with people, but it's made it worse. And I couldn't figure out why. Why is it making it um, through journeying to her that she's afraid of other people working on us because she was so out of control. She wants to be in control. And so now we've shifted and now she does the work with me. Now I journey to situations. I journey to different things, but I journey with her and I take her with me. 
And that way she feels like she is an active participant in the healing. And we, I check with her in the journeys. Is this okay with you? Is this, where's your comfort level? And not only that, but in a journey, it gives me direct contact to her. I can journey directly to her. We can journey back to some of our traumas together and begin working through those traumas. And I can help her to see things in that journey from a perspective of a 40-year-old woman versus the perspective of a terrified 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. And it it helps bring her a sense of safety and security. And then, you know, because I'll feel it come up in my root chakra. And so then I'll journey to root with her and we'll see what's going on in root together and we'll heal that together. And some of this, of course, is stuff, you know, I'm currently working on. And so these are things, even as I'm sitting here saying it, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. Oh, great. Okay. Even as I'm sitting here talking about it, I'm like, wonderful. That's another avenue of healing because she's not going to heal like other parts of me have healed. She needs to be an active participant. And one of the ways she can be an active participant is through journeying and taking her with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely have noticed that I'm a big, um, I connect most when I'm going to bed and that's kind of when I can just ask for healing. And last night was very interesting. in the fact that, um, I saw water has been a huge presence in my life right now. So right now I'm working on a manifestation altar. And this is something that I teach at the end of our shamanic Reiki practitioner training program. And because you need to have four animals and four guides willing to help you manifest something that is that, that you'd like to, to co-create together basically. And so I'm halfway around my manifestation altar. And right now my energy is in the West and the West for me is water and water is playing a huge part. I think that's why Pelican showed up. Like if I was going to see a bird, water bird, right. Uh, And, um, I, everything that I'm doing, I'm recognizing how healing showers are. And I'm recognizing like, instead of getting, I needed, um, I've had a ton of migraines over the last couple weeks. And instead of getting a massage, I went to go get a, a body wrap because I wanted that Vinci shower, the shower where it's just like, I feel like I'm getting a pressure wash with water for an hour. Like, that's what it feels like. I'm like, yes, heal my aura through water. And, you know, so last night here I am like asking for water to be present with me. And I see myself journeying down into the lower world and getting into a healing pool of water. And I ask fish, the, you know, the, the spirit of fish to be present with me. And I have all of these koi fish like with their little sucker mouths, eating mm-hmm. things that I'm releasing out of my body and all like the koi fish were almost so many, they were holding me up in the water and just eating away at anything that was ready to let go of and release. And it was just really powerful. And it was just so um, one nourishing, but also it's just, that's, that's where my mind was as I slipped off into sleep, this full trust spirit of fish to hold my body, to hold my energy and to heal me as I, as I drift off into sleep. And it just kind of goes to show that, uh, it doesn't have to be hard. It's this, like, I'm willing to, to see what shows up and who wants to show up for me, what spirit animal is here for me now and honoring that and and giving that gratitude back, um, singing songs to the animals. Like, I, I, I was on a, with a client the other day and I just, afterwards, I just was singing thank you, just chanting, thank you. And it was just like, thank you to the animals. Thank you to the spirit guides. Thank you for the archangels for showing up for me and having this real clear connection to the power and the spirit and also recognizing where my clients are at. And so mm-hmm. something like where it's like their, it's their journey and I'm honoring their point and their journey. And so that I can live in my journey. And this is, this is my energy and having that separation so that I can fully turn on those clairs, that clairvoyance, that clear audience, all of those, all of those um, clear sentience, that clear feeling that we so often get like really 
feeling into where their, your client is at, but recognizing that it is theirs so that we can step back and go, this is ours. And I don't need to entangle my energy with my client. I can honor it for what, what it was during the session. And now I'm letting go and I'm giving gratitude, getting gratitude for the spirit animals, for, for the power animals, for, for the spirit guides that showed up and just knowing that they're on their journey. And then I'm like wishing them well, as I sing my thank you song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I had a client that, um, you know, it, it was a session. She was, it was her first session and she was struggling a little bit. You know, she was new to everything. And all of a sudden, you know, as I'm kind of, I'm doing a chakra analysis on her, I began seeing in her third eye a bat. I'm like, okay. And I thought, I was like, you know, I keep seeing bats. And that brought such a reaction out in her. And she just started crying. And she was like, I have bats in my house right now. She's like, and my husband's terrified of them. She says, but I'm not for some reason. She's like, and you know, we're having to pay somebody to come get rid of them. She goes, but every time I walk outside, they go outside with me. She's like, that's so strange that you're seeing bat. And so we kind of sat down, you know, I pulled out one of my books and we read about bats and we talked about bats and she began seeing that connection between her and bats. And that even though she can't really see what's happening in her life, somehow she's still having that guidance to know what to do, where to go. And she feels like she is living in the darkness, but she's okay Mm -hmm. because she needs to stay out. And it was just such a beautiful connection for her to make. And in that moment, it really had nothing to do with me. My only job in that moment was just to go, I'm seeing bats. Why am I seeing bats? (laughs) And she was able to make that connection. And she was able in that moment to start seeing things. And then she was able to take all of the symbology that bat was bringing forth to her. And I don't know if she's going to get rid of the bats in her house. She may keep them. I don't know, but I think her husband's terrified. So they'll probably have to go. But, but in that moment, she was able to make that connection. And it, I, I think she could have left the session with nothing more than that. And it would have been extremely eye-opening to her at where she is in life. And that was how bat was showing up for her. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I have, um, an amazing client who she loves journey work, but she always wants me to come with her as her guide. And so it's very much, it's the same type of thing where it's like, I'm just going to hold the space and I'm just going to bring you to the upper world or bring you to the lower world and really let, let the, let the magic happen and see what shows up for you. And then we get a hold space and go, what does that mean to you? How does that feel to you? What's the symbology there? And then I'll send her guided meditations to do, and she'll come back and be like, all right, this is what happens. And she's got pages and pages of notes. I go, and then like, she's made a, um, a a bar graph of like how many times Uh messages are showing up over and over again. I'm going, this is all part of the work and how beautiful is this? So that you're having this connection to support your spirituality, your spiritual growth and seeing that you are supported and you are held in this, this energy. And they, they're, they're connected to you just the way your client is connected with that. Whether she, she, she knew it in that moment at, at the session, she's like, Oh, that's why. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's amazing. When you sit there and talk about that for the, for the client to realize they're not alone. I had a client who was going through a divorce Mm -hmm. and for the, first time ever she was living on her own and she was struggling through when her kids weren't with her. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you an entire wolf pack came into my Reiki room that I do my sessions in is not very big. They flooded that room. They were piled on top of each other. They jumped up on the bed and were on her. And at the time, it, this was new to me. I, this was in the beginning of my training and I'm just standing there going, Oh, wow. Okay. Cause I've experienced two come in, but never an entire pack of animals. And she's laying there and two jump up on the bed and lay on her. And of course, you know, I haven't said anything to her as to what's happening yet. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm getting such a hug. She's like, I feel like something's weighing me down on the table so much. And when I shared with her what was happening, it, it was exactly what she needed. It was exactly what she needed because it wasn't just one wolf coming to her. It was an entire 
wolf pack. It was welcoming her into the pack and it was showing her that she's not alone. Even when those babies are not in that house and she's in that home alone, she can call on this wolf pack and they will be there for her. And and it was, it was like family surrounding family. Yes. And I feel like our power animals know exactly what we need when we need it. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I remember when I first doing, started doing journey work and my power animal is very slow. (laughs) She's it's, it's a mama bear. And, but what I, when I experience her, she's not aggressive. She is the, we're berry picking now. We're sleeping now. We're hibernating now. We're taking it easy. Now we're eating now (laughs) we're eating now. And it's this, I'm a very as you guys know, if you haven't been listening to the podcast or joining us on Facebook, you know, I've got this really like go, go, go energy. And I'm, I like being fast paced. I like creating things and like moving things forward. And she is the one who's like, and now it's time to rest. And now it's time to nourish. And now it's time to eat. And so I remember Oh, oftentimes when I go out to like sushi, <laughs> particularly with sushi, I'm like, all right, we're eating for fair. We're going to eat slow and we're going to enjoy the raw fish and just be there with her and just be like, all right, look, I'm taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my body. Cause that's what she's trying to, trying to teach me. And I think this happens all the time. My, my guides are showing up in the personality, in the energy that I need. Absolutely. hundred percent. So my power animal is lioness and she's very specific. It is lioness, not lion. Like I'm not lazy. I do all the work. I'm lioness. (laughs) And she will show up in a session as I'm sitting there talking to a client and telling them everything I feel and, you know, kind of helping to guide them. And, you know, I was with the client the other day and I was telling them that, you know, it's you're hitting a level of perfectionism and try to pull that back. I was like, what if we half-ass something just to get it done? What if we half-ass half-assing? And I was like, just to get it done. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just get it done. And then you can look and then you can change. And when I tell you all of a sudden, Lioness was like right here in my face as I'm saying it. And she's calling me out because there's things that I'm wanting to put forth. There are workshops, there are classes that I'm wanting to put forth, but because I don't have all the details. I just, I haven't even scheduled and put it on the calendar. And so as I'm telling, and it's very difficult to stay on track telling my client, as I have this massive lioness right here in my face, staring me down going, you see this, right? You see this, (laughs) like you hear yourself, like you're going to take your own advice, right? (laughs) Yeah. She calls me me out when I need it. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I, um, my guardian angel, my spirit guide, when I first really started connecting, was freaking comedian, just yes. full of jokes. Why? Because I grew up Catholic and I thought that to be spiritual, to be religious, you had to be stoic. You had to be serious and all of these things. And so, of course, my my uh, spirit guide, my guardian angel is going to show up as a complete jokester, playing jokes on me making fun, like just (laughs) trickster almost. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you were just being funny. And I needed that. There was a huge shift in my understanding of spirituality when I came to this realization that you can be spiritual and you can have fun in life, that you can be spiritual and be playful. And that was a huge aha moment that you can have a spiritual revelation through hysterical laughter. Yeah. It didn't need to look a certain way to be spiritual. And that, that was a game changer for me and my own personal spiritual practice. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have one uh, guy that's an ancestor of mine and he likes to show me everything is very symbolic. Um, it, there's nothing ever direct. He wants me to see the symbology and everything. Well, my guy that I work with all the time, she's not like that. She's much more closer to my personality. And when he's showing me things and I don't totally get it because sometimes I'm dense and she will just be like, 
yeah, no. Okay. Here's what it is. <laughs> and so it, it, they kind of, it's very funny how they kind of play off of each other because what he is showing me is so vitally important, and, but it is serious. And he's very serious in the way that he handles things. And I, I appreciate it greatly, but I also appreciate her humor over here. And she will just break things down for me and just give it to me simple. And, you know, the big thing is kiss, keep it simple, stupid. And I feel like that is kind of her, her mantra a little bit. And it, it, it is the, the being able to laugh because in the beginning, she's the first guide I worked with. And I was like, oh, okay, this isn't really a guide. This is just me putting my own personality there. And so I, I kind of didn't fully believe it. And then that's where he came. And then all of a sudden he showed up, which his personality is nothing like mine. It is the exact opposite. If anything, it's slightly frustrating to me. Mm -hmm. And so he teaches me a lot. <laughs> he teaches me a lot. She is that one that kind of brings the laughter and she brings me back to the light and she just makes things, I don't want to say easy. It's not that she makes it easy. It's she makes it joyful. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. we can laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So curious, when mm -hmm. you started the shamanic Reiki practitioner training, did you have access to any of your guides? Like, did you already have relationships to them or was this like new? I had one guide. I had a relationship with just one guide. It was brand new. I think I'd been working with her maybe about three, three to four weeks, maybe. And it was still trying to get comfortable working with her. Um, but other than that, no, I had access to absolutely nothing. I did not have any guides that I worked with. Um, now, I mean, I, I don't just have my guides that I work with all the time. Like I can ask my guide to find me a guide and help me with a guide for something. Um, if it's something I'm not totally comfortable in and I don't know totally what I'm doing, um, I can ask her, can you go get me a guide for this? And they'll come in temporarily. Mm -hmm. um, I went through something about two months ago that was pretty extreme, something brand new. And it, it was um, it was rough. And I asked her for a guide specifically for that. And when things got really big and the healing got really big and I burned up a lot of my energy, this guide would step in and he would help me go to sleep because that helped me to heal through it yeah. and with me for just a short amount of time while I was working through it. And then he was gone. And without the shamanic training, I wouldn't have understood that I was able to even ask for him. I had no idea that I could just ask for a guide to help me with something and for that guide to show up. And that guide helps me. And then when I'm done, it's like, okay, thank you. We show gratitude and they're off to help the next person. Yeah. And that was a big change. Yes. Right. So, and just for our listeners out there, Misty start in our January cohort. So this has literally only been about eight months. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I find that uh, mind blowing. Like I absolutely love teaching this course because I get to be witness to, I get to be witness to the transformation, the personal journey, the, like all of a sudden, like I, I feel like the first three, four months, well, two, three months, everyone kind of is yeah. like really, really wanting things to come on faster and that they're kind of going through the process slowly. And there might be even a little frustration there, but it all starts to click. There's this one point where everyone starts clicking in because those new neurological pathways are, are starting to really be solid and opening up to their spiritual gifts and opening up to these connections. And then it's like, okay, now <laughs> watch out because now it's just going to be, it's everywhere. It's this, you know, I, I can call upon the spirit of the ocean or the spirit of the forest or the spirit of a sp specific tree or um, the frog or whatever it may be. And so it can be spirit guides. It can be pieces of nature and it just, everything starts opening up. As, as you kind of go through the program. And for me, as the, as the teacher, as the guide, as the coach of this program, it's just such an honor to watch everyone's transformation. And in our cohort, the last cohort that we had, it was everyone. It wasn't like there was someone who couldn't do it. It was like yeah. it, everyone. And we had such an amazing, beautiful connection together as a group, when we started learning how to journey as a group to one specific client, that was, that can be such powerful work. Um, and really kind of 
starting to read people's chakras and read people's energies and really have this, that full awareness of your spiritual gifts and honoring exactly what that was for, for each individual student in the program. Absolutely. That that's a big thing too, is, um, you know, I I'm new to all of this. So at the time I didn't really know any other Reiki practitioners. And so suddenly, you know, you have things pop up like fairies and you don't know what's happening and somebody in the group knows. And so suddenly I had access to this wealth of knowledge, not just from yourself, but from these other practitioners who do this. And so it's this beautiful group where if something's going on, you can come in and you can ask and you have all of this wonderful support from these different people that come from completely different backgrounds and are more than happy to begin supporting one another. And I think the program aside, we've learned so much from each other, just being together and just having access to each other's knowledge and having access to each other's experiences was absolutely wonderful for me. Uh, Yeah. I, I, and I think this is why I love teaching these type of programs. One, because having a six month container, you really get to form those relationships. You really get a bond and you really get to develop a space to feel safe and to trust one another to be vulnerable. And that kind of work alone is super powerful. It's just powerful. And then you have the layers of the chakra healing going on and the learning about the, the guides and how to do the personal work versus how to do it for others. And um, it's just amazing to watch everyone's transformation as a group, as each of you move through it and transform in your own unique, beautiful ways and be able to come back to the group again and again and again for support, looking for like, hey, I've got this going on in my life. Can you send me some energy? Can someone do a journey for me? Like whatever it was, like that's so so unique. And, you know, we couldn't do this type of work if it was a course with 50 people in it. Like, and that's why, you know, I really try to keep my, I have my favorite number of how many people I like to keep in the group, because if it gets too big, then the magic is lost in a way. Um, and so we do, we like to keep the the numbers where it's comfortable and that we all feel support and we all feel safe. And that's why I'd much rather offer it two, three times a year then have one big course with lots and lots of students because it, you'll, you'll lose something in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you guys are watching, listening, um, we are going to be opening up another enrollment for the shamanic Reiki practitioner training. This is a six month training and we're going Shh, quiet. <laughs> we're slowly, quietly announcing that we are in the, before we, officially open enrollment. That's right now. This is what I call early, early bird enrollment. And so if this is something of interest to you, I want you to to reach out to me, just DM me, send me an email, whatever it may be. Let me know that you're interested and you will get access to discounted pricing. Know that I work with people. Um, I offer different kinds of payment plans. I get creative. I See, I I really, truly believe that the people who the students that are meant for this type of program, you will be you will be called to it, you'll be pulled in. And so even if if you think that you have a financial situation that says, oh, I can't do that, I couldn't possibly sign up for a six month course. um, Don't let that stop you, because I definitely have had people who come into the course that with that, that, that feeling and through the course they're starting to manifest money. They're they're They will right. sign up for the 18 month payment plan and it's paid off within eight months. So- yeah, I, I did that. I signed up for the longer payment plan. I joined this course. I opened Lighthouse Reiki November 1st. I started this course in January. At the time, I through December, I was not even accepting money. I was doing free sessions and I had no idea how I was going to pay the rent. I have a physical location. I wasn't sure how I was going to pay the rent plus this course, but I knew I, I knew I had to. And, um, when we talk about journeying, I journey to my business because I understand through shamanic practice that lighthouse Reiki has its own life. It 
has its own chakras. And I would journey to Lighthouse. And to this day, I still do. And I asked Lighthouse, what do you need? And when I tell you that January hit, and I mean, I made enough money not only to pay my rent, I made enough money to pay, almost pay off this course. And I mean, I think I paid off this course pretty quick at one point. I just paid a lump sum and I was like, yeah, like, like I can do this. We're good. And it, it actually got to a point where I had so much business that I was having to kind of take a step back because I was exhausting myself and I was getting overwhelmed, but it's because I was so in alignment with Lighthouse because I journeyed to Lighthouse and I asked Lighthouse, what do you need? What do I need? What do we need to do? What do our clients need? And my business is not me. Lighthouse is a business. It's me and we work together. And that's why journeying with my business, that's how I manifest my business. And that's how I manifest clients and customers. I journeyed to my bank account, (laughs) y'all, like (laughs) my business bank account and my scheduler. And I, that's how I keep this business going is I look at it as a living, breathing thing that needs to be nurtured and taken care of. And I do that through journey work. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love, I love that. And I love that this isn't a unique story, you guys. Like I would say most of the people in the coursework, uh, and that's why I'm flexible because I trust the power of this course. I trust the transformation. If you put the work in your life is going to (laughs) change, your business is going to shift and change. No, absolutely. And like what happened in our course, we were asking each other questions like, guys, what, you know, this is what's going on in my business. What do y'all think? Can somebody journey for this for me? Um, and, and we would kind of guide, everybody would kind of help each other and guide each other and give examples of, oh, well, I'm doing this. And then people would share, I'm going to host this class. Can y'all read through this and see what you think? And so you're not on the journey alone at all. I mean, you're not. Everybody in your class is so amazing and they help out and you're, it feels it feels like a support group while you're going through this program. Yeah, and we're going to be bringing in our business uh, business support group um, this fall, and anyone who enrolls with the Shamanic Reiki practitioner training is going to get access to that. So that's going to be one uh, tech time with Izzy a month, and then there's going to be one like business support with me a month, and so that's going to be included in this course. So. I love watching and supporting people shift and transform and like expand in their businesses and it it happens. And I think the more you can figure out what do you need to, to do the self-healing work to get into alignment, yeah. I always come back to this. And of course, it's like, well, actually, what's going to help you be, get into alignment? You can have your checklist of the things that need to happen for your business, but if you're not taking care of your own personal alignment, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you have, and so it's always like, Self-care first, self-healing first, get into that alignment state. And then guess what? Your business is going to blow up. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Because I'll have Lighthouse at times tell me, this is what you need to do. Like you need to do this. (laughs) You need to work on this for yourself. And that's how we get back into alignment. So yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. So if after all of that, um, if you are like, yes, I want more information, just reach out to me. I am happy to provide information. I'm happy to jump on calls. Like I love getting on calls. I love knowing what your, your history is, what your spiritual development has been to, to what point and where do you need support? So I can let you know, like, I think this is going to be a great program for you. It's actually, this might not be the right fit and you might want to look at this instead. So know that, you know, I love I love connecting with you and it's really for that connection versus like, I'm trying to sell something. Cause like I said, I believe the people who are meant to be in the course are going to naturally show up in the course. Like that's my, uh, shamanic connection with my business is like the people are going to be there. I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Like I'm sharing because I love doing this and the people who are in that same energy are going to be there. I have an application. This is an application process because we want to really know who you are, what your background is. This this coursework really is meant for people who already have started their Reiki journey and that we're adding on the shamanic layer. And so if this, if you are loving this conversation, if you are looking for that level of transformation, um, body, mind, and spirit, like all of the things, this is the course for you. And we would love, love, love to support you inside this program. But um, I just want to say thank you so much, Misty, for coming on today because 
your, your transformation, your journey, your self-healing work that you've been able to dive into over the last eight, nine months have just been amazing. And I'm so appreciative that you're willing to share your story with, with Reiki cafe. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, if, if anyone wants to reach out to you, Misty is, can you share your website or how to get a hold of you? Sure. It is. Uh, my website is lighthousereikihouston.com. And then my Facebook page is Lighthouse Reiki Intuitive Healing. Beautiful. I love it. Misty is amazing. I love working with her. So if you're like, oh, I, I want to do a session specifically with Misty, know that she's available. Well, thank you once again, Misty, for coming on. This was fantastic. I love this conversation and we are going to be doing more of this. We are going to have a couple free workshops coming up later this month. So watch out for those. We're going to be doing energy clearing 101, as well as defense against the dark arts, which, um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to start uh, talking about those, those pieces too, because uh, people want to know about psychic protection all the time. Well, let's just call it what it is and get into some of those information as well. So those are going to be some free workshops this month, free guys, free workshops this month. Um, and they're going to be coming up on Wednesday evenings and we'll be announcing those soon. So lots of really awesome information coming up and, uh, yeah, take care everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Reiki Cafe Radio is sponsored by Reiki Cafe University, where your Reiki dreams become reality. Join us on Instagram or Facebook at Reiki Cafe University, watch our videos on YouTube, or visit the website to learn more about our colleges of Reiki, chakras, and business. It's our aim to help you on your path to wellness, guiding you into confidence as you transmute your inner critic and say yes to you. We're here to help you bring your Reiki dreams into reality and your path to abundance, health, and healing unfolds from here. In love and light, Christine Renee and Izzy Wells.